Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We, we, we are online 24-7. Hey, Tigorin Civil representing for Jano Radio. Play all of the hits them. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Attacker was Represent for January Radio, you wanna spin music like popular to look at at like muffler. Blazing the steel, bringing the heat, mixing non-stop, Jano Radio. No, 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 a poor represent for January Radio, at this online radio station, them for no. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. dark thank you for joining me i'm your host moments with me days after dark is brought to you by the following touring entertainment on promotions presenters of retrospect parties party like it's the 80s 90s and early 2000s soiree nda events bringing you bare naked nights bare naked masked and bare naked beach fleets 
soiree for the ultimate experience in all-inclusive NDA parties. And by The Rose Solo Show, live on Clubhouse in the Rose Solo Show Club and on JanoRadio.com, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. This episode of Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, we have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Hope you have your wine, rosé, brandy, or cognac, whatever your preference is. Let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. Remember, we're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Sonette, Rose Solo, and Marlon. I'm so grateful that you're all here with me tonight. How is everyone doing? And I think I'm going to start off with Sonette. Um, I know you're feeling like a million dollars right now, Sonette, and I'm glad to hear. Glad to know that you're, you know, recuperating thankfully but how are you doing today i am good thank you i i stayed home one last day you know um finished out some medication i was prescribed and um really get a break from having the kid at school and me having the house by myself yay self-care um but um really happy to have that um and I'm so mad I can't go pull out my book, but it's it's all under my bed. There's a child around, mm. my Kama Sutra guide. Mm. But yeah, next time. Next. I wish I was on your time zone. That's all I'm saying. I wish I was in your time zone. <laughs> Come on back to the good side. <laughs> I know what you mean. And it's funny you say that because there are times I wish I was on that side. You know when you need a few extra hours in your day? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sonette. Glad to have you here. Marlon, I'm not sure if you're able to speak. I'm here. I'm here. Charged up, ready to go? I hope so. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad Sonette is feeling much better. Yeah. So I'm happy to hear that. So I know what it's like. So I'm happy to hear. Yeah, we know. Not a pretty thing at all. Grateful to have you all here. Thank you, Javette, Sir Otada. I appreciate you all being here. Of course, we're going to have a good time tonight, as we always do. Inf- a lot of information that we're going to be passing out. Are we going to be um, surprised? Let me say that. Yeah. If you missed the last episode, The Heart of Communication, no worries. The replay is available in the Days After Dark Club on Clubhouse. Also, on JanoRadio.com. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication in its various forms, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. This week, we're revisiting building block number three, intimacy. And um, we say building block number three because it's a part of our Cliff series, right? Uh, we also have In a Days with Rose Solo and Marlon. That's coming up later on. So if you're in a relationship, looking to get into a relationship, or trying to get out of a relationship, you're in the right place, all right? Welcome. We're going to get the conversation started right after this music break. Here is Seven Streeter featuring Chris Brown. It won't stop. 
shades on just to bring me something to eat. You done made up in these streets. But when it comes to my heart, that don't mean a thing. Baby, hop up in my ride. Who's hot as hell outside? Put the top down with your doors closed. Hand up on your thigh. Drive slow. You're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanet, Rosolo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space in a no judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences and learn from each other. That was Seven Street of featuring Chris Brown. It won't stop. All right. So I just want to do a quick check in. With a few of our um, folks here with us on Clubhouse. Javette, thank you so much for always being here. How are you doing? How was your day? My day was good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you sound like you're on top of the world, Javette. Um, do I need to take the conversation offline to find out <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. No, I okay. wish it was, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you do sound great. Keep it going. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sir. Across the pond. It's what, like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning for you Yeah, man, chilling in the morning still. But I'm up on the the night work. Oh, okay. I'm here all night. Okay, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. Of course. God, no. Bless up every time. Yeah. Otado, what's up? What's up? Welcome. Not sure if you're able to speak. Hey, evening. Evening. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything is good on your neck of the woods. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and All get... All is well. All is well. Okay, Thank great. Thank you. So we're going to go ahead and start the conversation. Tonight we're talking about Kama Sutra. The art of making love. But before we get into the, <clears throat> excuse me, acrobatics of the conversation, we're going to start off by talking about mastering the art of making love last. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Don't eat nuts before you go live. Warning. <coughs> Stuck in my throat. Sorry. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourselves. So, According to psychologytoday.com, there are 10 recommendations to master the art of making love 
last. And give me just one second. I'm going to have to take a quick music break. Don't punish yourselves like I'm doing right now. Yo, Marlon, Lower makes you do the show, no man. Stop troubleshooting, man. I feel that. Okay, I am back. I hope I got everything out. Don't do that, folks. What you say, sir? <laughs> no, man, say stop troubleshooting, man. Let you do the show, no man. <laughs> okay, what did I miss? What yeah, did yeah, yeah. I miss? Are you choking on nuts? I literally had to run out the room. So, let me tell you where these nuts came from. Y'all know. I don't know. I feel like I run out the room. Oh my gosh. So, for Mother's Day, one of my sons gave me, I love cashews, right? So he gave me some cashews. So, you know, I'm like, let me just nibble on a few. Yeah. Um, and then you're rushing to go live, right? And then some get stuck in your throat. No, Marlon is nowhere near me, sir. He is like miles away from me right now. So... <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> he is miles away from me, but you know what? Let, let's get the show back on the road. Y'all are so bad. So, so bad. Oh my gosh. Um, Welcome to Alvin and Angelo who have joined us. Thank you. If you want to come up on stage, please do raise your hands and be a part of the conversation. So according to www.psychologytoday.com, there are 10 recommendations to master the art of making love last. One, you got to take care of yourself, folks. The best gift that you can give a partner is your own well-being. The more healthy, happy, and fulfilled you are the more you have to offer taking care of yourself involves more than what you eat and how much you exercise it also includes the responsibility to know what nourishes your soul and spirit and seeing to it that you bring those experiences into your life even long-standing patterns of self-sacrifice and resentment can dissolve when we honor a commitment to our own self-care and self-care for everyone is different right so figure out what you enjoy doing by yourself that makes you feel renewed rejuvenated refreshed do that and do more of it the second one is pay attention more marriages or relationships die of neglect than irreconcilable differences Relationships require ongoing maintenance to thrive, and that means putting forth effort. If yours isn't thriving, it's dying. There is no middle ground. Many people take better care of their cars and trucks than they do their relationships, and that is so true. And although most of us wouldn't think of driving 50,000 miles without changing the oil in our vehicle, 
We go months without telling our partners I love you. Going on a romantic getaway or simply taking a few hours to be alone together without any competing distractions. Relationships thrive when given adequate attention, but wilt like a dying flower when they're neglected. So, I'm going to say this. Sometimes it's easy for us to neglect and not even realize we're doing it. But if your partner points out to you, hey, you know, I think you're watching TV all the time. I can't even get any of your time. That's a red flag. Or if your partner says to you, you're always out with your friends shopping and going to brunches. And when do we spend time together? You know, take a step back because that's an issue. You have to definitely pay each other attention. And relationships take a lot of effort. They're not easy. Anybody who told you relationship is easy, they lied to you. Number three, don't take your relationship for granted, folks. There is no such thing as a divorce-proof marriage. If you think your relationship is so perfect that divorce isn't even a possibility, think again. This belief can lead to a kind of complacency. While this may not always lead to divorce, it can lead to something equally dangerous, a flat or stagnant relationship. Staying together isn't the goal of a great marriage. Thriving is, or a great relationship. Thriving means never taking each other for granted and continually expanding our capacity for joy, love, and growth. It's a lifetime process, and the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. There is no such thing as a divorce-proof marriage or divorce or separation proof relationship because you know some people agree to being long-term relationships it's what works best for them don't take each other for granted it can happen oh i know she's gonna be there so i don't have to worry oh he'll be there i don't have to worry no don't do that to yourselves and don't do that to your relationship right Four, learn to appreciate the differences. In relationships, differences are inevitable. Conflict is optional. When opposites attract, it's because they have, you know, each person has something to offer that the other person lacks. For example, I am a fuse that goes off in a second. My husband, he is the calm one. You know, he takes his time and thinks things through. We both can't be the same. Yin and yang works out. We seek out others not despite our differences, but because of them. Yet the differences can devolve into conflict when we try to coerce others to agree with us rather than appreciating the value of the unique gifts and perspectives we each bring. This is often easier said than done, but it's a powerful antidote to conflict. Vive la différence. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we're attracted to the differences, but then once we are around those differences day in, day out, we start to get annoyed. Why? You can't be with your mirror image, meaning mirror personality, there are going to be similarities, but there have to be differences. And that's what I believe keeps a relationship fun. 
and keeps it going. Number five, address problems, folks, when they come up. Don't wait until later. Waiting until you feel like dealing with problems isn't a good idea. Problems generally don't get easier to deal with over time. They get harder. While breakdowns and disappointments are inevitable in all relationships, they don't necessarily lead to trouble. Acknowledging and addressing difficulties early on rather than waiting for things to get bad can make a world of difference. Pain denied is pain prolonged. Yeah. Now, I get it. There are times when you have to take a breather and walk away because you don't want to say the wrong thing, especially if you're a hothead like me where you're, you know, you will fly off the handle and then say something that you regret. So sometimes it is best, you know, to just take a deep breath, step away, say, hey, listen, can we circle back and talk about this in a few minutes, a few hours, or tomorrow when we are in a better space mentally? Just don't ignore the situation, but at least acknowledge that there is an issue and agree to address it within a specific time frame. That's what I think, at least. Agree. And if I, if some, if someone say, um, give me a minute, don't be behind a person trying to, you know, yank him back and say, come on, let's talk now. Give, give the person a chance to think through yeah. what he's going to say and don't be that little bee in his ear, you know, because that, that can be, that can get worse. Yeah. Okay, that can be annoying. So we're going to talk about it, but just give me a minute. Let me get my thoughts together. Yeah. You know, so. I agree. I agree. Took me a while to learn that, if I'm going to be honest. I didn't understand that because I felt, deal with it, now get it over with. But his approach is, hold on, back up, give me a few. And then when we finally sit down and talk about it, I'm no longer hot-headed, right? I'm calmer. And when I'm calmer, I am more receptive to what is being said. And that's important, right? Yeah, because when you're upset or when you, um, what do you call it, the, 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 the pot is steaming, Mm-hmm. You won't, you won't listen to what I've got to say. You won't hear what I have to say to you, mm-hmm. because it's all about you, 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 right there. You don't want to hear what I have to say. So you have to calm down, you know, get the situation under control. Then you can hear what I have to say much better when you're calm. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. I agree. Do not let disappointments, number six, do not let disappointments turn into resentments. In an effort to avoid conflict, many of us try to, quote-unquote, get over feelings of anger or disappointment. There is no problem with doing this when we can genuinely and completely let those feelings go. When we can't, though, they are likely to turn into resentment and become a toxic presence in our relationship. Telling the truth about difficult feelings in a respectful, non-blaming way can often bring about greater closeness and understanding. Stuffing those feelings often has the opposite effect. And I think we can take this beyond intimate relationships. 
that can trickle over into um, parent-child relationships. Um, friendships, just, um, you know, your everyday, your girlfriends, your guy friends. Even in the workplace, we have to be able to talk about what makes us uncomfortable, not happy, that has altered our feelings, but we should be able to do it in a respectful manner and we listen to each other, right? Because if we're not able to do it, yeah, resentment does build up. It happens. Uh, number seven, don't wait too long to get help. The average couple has already been troubled by six years before they begin marriage counseling. By then, it's likely that manageable, manageable difficulties have disintegrated into entrenched patterns. By all means, do everything that you can to handle challenges on your own, but be willing to recognize when your best efforts are not doing the trick. When you hit roadblocks that you're not comfortable or you're not able to overcome on your own, bring in professional help before issues become entrenched and intractable. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and forgive me for saying this. I'm a little hesitant, right? Um, yes, counseling works. I have seen it work for many people. I don't know if it's a road I'd be willing to go down. What alternatives are there besides counseling? If one, If somebody like me is not open to it, um, what alternatives do I have? Moments. What about the church if you're a pastor? Go ahead. You, when, you, when something is bothering you, do you speak to your girlfriends about it? Don't have those. When something is bothering you, do you speak to Rosolo about it? Depends on what it is. Sometimes. So how do you release things that you don't speak to other people? I usually internalize a lot of things. I usually do. Not good. And how do you feel about that though? Not good at all. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. And this is where I have to say I'm grateful for my partner, right? Um, yes, he's my best friend. I'm able to tell him the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, but beyond that, that's where it lies for me. And I, I have said this to him before. I'm not sure if something is wrong with me, right? But to pick up the phone and to say to someone, hey, let's go to lunch or hey, let's go spend a day together. And it's just, I don't have that. Outside of family, I really don't have that. Yes, <clears throat> I can call Sunette. Yes, I may be able to pick up the phone and say, or send it, shoot a text, hey, Javette. But, you know, whereas other people have that, um, what, you, what would you refer to it as? Um, that couch crew or, <laughs> the, you know, your wine sisters, whatever. I don't have that. That I do not have. Um, sometimes I think about it and say, hey, you know, is it bad? And then at other times I'm like, Whew, because when you see drama happening with other groups of people, you're like, okay, yes, 
that missed me. Thankfully, I don't know. Is that normal? Or is that something I should be concerned about? I mean, if it's working for you, that's fine. And it's good that you and Marlon have a relationship that y'all can speak to each other about things that may be bothering you, but not all people do. So a counselor um, can help with bridging a gap between what you would like to speak versus what you're internalizing. I, and I mean, you know, as Caribbeans, you know, you, you're not good. You know how we are raised. Okay. Me personally don't even want to speak to my pastor about things (laughs) like some people do, but I mean, I, I, I've been in counseling and I've actually been speaking to a counselor once a month, do some things that I've been stressed out with. And I, I can say, I'm just going to say it has, it is helping me. It has helped me, but I've also um, grew up and I have a circle of friends that I can lean into mm-hmm. and we, they don't tell me what to do. I mean, we'll just have our, you know, girls night once a month and everybody is just releasing okay and we're like releasing with each other and we're crying with each other and then we're good i've always had that in my life so yeah but if what you have if what you have works that's fine too i don't think there's a right or a wrong way to it okay appreciate that thank you javette I think, Sonette, you were going to add to the... Um... I think Javette went to, got to the root of it. I was going to say, I know you go to church, so maybe a pastor. But if you're not feeling comfortable with doing that, then then I don't have much to say. I don't have a pastor. <laughs> I don't have a... I don't, I don't do church, so I don't mm-hmm. have a pastor either. Um, I mean, you have a pastor. But um, I have a, a group of friends on the text message chain. We, we're... I mean, they're all on the East Coast, up mm-hmm. and down. And I'm obviously out here so mm. i don't feel close enough to do stuff like that with them anymore because mm-hmm. i don't know they're like we've all changed married or divorced or children no children so different circumstances in our life so we don't have that chain anymore so i think i'm a little bit like you thankfully i can lean on my on my partner right and he can take some of the stuff and then it's tough when i want to bitch about him who do i lean on <laughs> not his friend's wives because that won't work so yeah <laughs> trying to figure that part out right um yeah i just internalized that too so we're we're very similar in that sense at this point in our lives yeah unfortunately i we'll find when, somebody. when i want to bitch about marlon i bitch about marlon to marlon <laughs> I don't know. And then he tells you, you know, you're wrong. He's great. Marlon's great. What are you talking about? You know, you know, I just sit there and listen. (laughs) And I listen and I laugh. Yes, he laughs. And then you have no choice but to laugh, right? Hey. Yeah. But, um, Learn to forgive, number eight. Nothing erodes the foundation of a relationship faster than grudge holding. It's a poison that over time is highly destructive. Although feelings of disappointment, hurt, or irritation are inevitable in all close relationships. 
they can dissolve when there is a willingness to forgive and let go of resentment. Forgiveness isn't a one-time event. It's a process that occurs gradually and incrementally over time. It isn't always easy, and sometimes it doesn't even seem possible. But with an intention to heal, steps in the right direction can be taken even in the most strained of circumstances. Don't wait too long to learn to forgive. Do it now. But what happens if you're the one who is forgiving and your partner is not a forgiving soul or is not quick to forgive the way you are? That's okay because guess what? You're two different people. <laughs> you hope they forgive you eventually for whatever it is. But um, I, I strongly believe in... Um, if you're in a partnership, marriage, relationship, whatever you want to call it, you have to know how to forgive each other because you're going to get your feelings hurt at some point. You're going to be irritated at some point. You're going to be disappointed at some point. No relationship is perfect, wrinkle-free. It just doesn't exist. But it's being willing to acknowledge, again, <laughs> right, that word comes up. We have to acknowledge and hold ourselves accountable when we need to and forgive. Forgive ourselves and forgive our partners. Understand that we're human. Now that depends on what we're forgiving for. Physical abuse, hell to the no, I'm gone out the door, see ya, bye. Ain't gonna happen. And um, emotional abuse, that, that's questionable for me too. I don't know if I could deal with that either. Right, because I believe emotional abuse is just as damaging as uh, um, physical abuse. I'm getting messages that I'm not being seen on Clubhouse. I'm not sure what's going on. Don't know. Were any of you able to see it in the hallway? Let me know. Yeah, I could see it on the hallway. Okay, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh all right. Am I, when I that does to... that does happen sometime with Clubhouse. Yeah. And you know when it happens a lot? When they do an update. That's when you see it happening. Whenever they do an update, things go awry for a couple of days before they settle back down. All right, but when I get to the music break, I'll respond to the text. Yeah. Oh, you can just, just send them your link. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Thank you, Javette. Appreciate you. All right, so learning to forgive. Now, number nine, remember to play. When work and play get out of balance in a marriage or relationship, a correction needs to be made. Those times that we think we don't have a moment to relax and play with each other are exactly when we most need to. It doesn't require a long tropical vacation to reinvigorate a relationship. Sometimes a short break from a life of ongoing responsibilities can be enough to remind us why we wanted to be together in the first place. Even if it's just a matter of grabbing a few minutes of downtime between the time that the kids go to sleep and you do. Enjoying each other's company is one of the best forms of relationship insurance that there is. Yeah. I say this all the time. Date your partner. Don't just bag him and put him on the shelf. No. 
you will lose them eventually. Somebody, when you start neglecting them or stop doing the things that you did to get them, trust me, somebody else is going to start doing it and take their attention away from you. So make time for each other. Make time to play. And then, number 10, take time to make love. One of the first expectations of a distressed marriage can be a diminished frequency of sexual activity. For some reason, couples that once thrived on passionate lovemaking are often willing to tolerate a desert of physical intimacy. Great sex is more than just an experience or sensual pleasure. It's a means through which we delight in each other's bodies give expression to our desires, show our love, and share the joy of losing ourselves in bliss. If the flame of sexuality is neglected too long, the spark may go out or ignite for someone else. Don't wait until the embers are cold. Talk about what you want and what's missing and go back to number nine. Remember to play. Yeah, that's so important. We'll be right back after the music break to get into the acrobatic conversation of Kaba Sutra. But for now, here is Sierra with Body Party. You're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sonette, Rosolo, and Marlon. Mar Rosolo is not here with us right now. Uh, just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space in a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. That was Sierra with Body Party. 
Before the break, we spoke about mastering the art of making love last, the psychology behind the art. It's not just about getting into the sack, folks. There is a whole lot that goes on before we even get there, especially if we're getting there with the person we would like to see ourselves with for the long haul. So, what is Kama Sutra? Well, according to WebMD.com, the term Kama Sutra comes from an ancient Hindu textbook written in Sanskrit about erotic love called the Kama Sutra. Very little is known about its author, Vatsyayana, and I hope I said the name correctly, Malanga, other than his name. It was written probably sometime in the 3rd century. Contrary to popular belief, the Kama Sutra is not only a book about lovemaking and different sex positions. It covers other topics such as the art of living well, the nature of love, finding a life partner, and taking care of your love life. The sexual concepts that most people associate with the Kama Sutra became known in Western culture at the end of the 19th century with the adaptation of the Kama Sutra manual by a British explorer named Richard Francis Burton. So a little history there. While considered in retrospect a wildly inaccurate and misleading translation, the sexual positions described in Burton's version are what actually caught people's attention. That's one reason people still think of the Kama Sutra as only a book of exotic sex positions. So, myth about Kama Sutra? The Kama Sutra is only a sex book. No, it's not. Contrary to popular belief, the Kama Sutra explores many aspects of love marriage, and a connection with a partner. The other myth, only strong or very flexible people can do Kama Sutra sex positions. While some positions in Kama Sutra are pretty physically challenging, yes they are, there are plenty that do not require more than average flexibility. Yes, so Let's see here. Let's talk about it a little bit more. So the general principles. The book begins typically with an introduction and history of the four aims of Hindu life. So it's funny. We, um, <laughs> if you're Christian, you condemn Hinduism. If you're Muslim, you condemn Hinduism. If you're not Hindu, you tend to condemn Hinduism. But yet... We want aspects of Hinduism in our lives. A little hypocritical if you ask me, but anyway. Um, it includes advice and philosophy and topics such as how to live an honorable life and how to acquire knowledge, folks, so it's not just sex. It talks about amorous advances and sexual union. It talks about the different um, types of sexual acts. Everything from embracing and kissing to more aggressive acts like grabbing and slapping. Yeah. How to acquire a wife. That's in there too. Yeah. They, they are though mostly based on astrological compatibility and the benefits of marriage for the families involved. And that's in accordance with the social caste system in India. 
So right now we're totally embracing a whole nother culture. Talks about the duties and privileges of the wife. Yeah, cooking, cleaning, catering to her husband. The section kind of gets out of place, though, if you ask me, when it comes to modern relationships and the views about gender roles. But let's keep in mind that it was written thousands of years ago in a different time and place. So it will not apply to us today, certainly won't. It also talks about friends and family. Yeah, it teaches you how to understand emotions and discusses ways to deepen bonds between family and friends. Yep. It talks about the man's use of prostitutes to build confidence in his sexual abilities before pursuing a wife. It also gives advice on fixing past relationships with friends and lovers, how to become wealthy, and what to look for in a committed partner. Interesting, though, that it explores the use of prostitutes to build confidence in sexual abilities. I don't know if I would ever want to, um, I don't know if I could be with a virgin. I don't know. Other people probably can, it would be okay with that. Um, I look at sex as a job. Forgive me for something like this, right? Um, let's look at your resume. What experience are you coming with? I'm not doing on-the-job training. I'm sorry. That's just me. Yeah. I know there was a time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go right ahead. No, I'll wait. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing. I mean, on the job training is to um, bring you up to speed In for me. It's just to bring up to speed with what I like. Because you have to come with some basic knowledge right um on your previous job there were certain skill sets that you used now you're this job um you might have to make some tweaks because what worked well with that one you know will not always fit right in with this job so yeah that's how i look at look at sex um forgive me for that skewed way of thinking um but me personally i don't think i could ever be with a virgin I got my, I have my question formed now moment. Yes, go right ahead, Javette. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that you know everything that works with your body, right? And you will never say that to a person. Okay, this is just so weird because Marlon is on the stage. So. <laughs> Trust me, don't worry about him. He's fine. These are conversations we have. So Okay, yeah, let me worry. put it this way. When you and Marlon met, y'all were probably young, right? Y'all may not have explored all different types of things. Right. But now as your marriage has grown and your children has grown, mm -hmm. I'm sure you may have identified something that you may want to do more that Marlon may not know yet or Marlon vice versa. Um, damn. so yeah, because we then you have to express that to your significant other mm -hmm. or whomever you're in a relationship that you would like to do something different. It's not necessarily teaching, mm -hmm. 
but you're letting someone know what you may like. Oh, yeah. And how if he puts his hand on your ear, that excites you. I know we're on the radio, so I'm right, going right. to leave it that body part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, listen. So let, let me go back. We met when we were, what, 28? He was 28. Um, I was 29. Yeah, I'm older than he is. Just by a few months, you know. Um, But I think all along, we've always had open conversation. We've always been open to trying new things, talking about what works, what doesn't work, whether verbally or non-verbally. And um, during the act, right? Um, Paying attention to how each other responds to certain things, like how you touch the person, where you touch each other, where you might kiss each other, right? Um, So... And over the years, yeah, you want to try new things. You do try new things. And you feel safe being able to try new things with this person um, because you feel comfortable. You have that level of comfort with your partner. Um, But I think what has worked for us is the fact that we are very open with each other where sex is concerned. Yeah. um, And, you know... We've never shot each other down with anything that comes to mind. Never have. Yeah, we embrace. And the the thing is, at least, even if you try it and you don't like it, at least you know you tried versus shooting your partner down and saying, no, hell to the no, 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 not at all. That I don't know what he wants to say on that, but that's how I feel. So your communication is very strong and that I think that helps in a relationship. Yes, it has to. You have to have it. If you don't have that um, open, and I have to say open communication with each other, you are heading kind of in the wrong direction. Um, You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to um, be dumb as heck with this person, you know, be completely at ease with this person. You have to be able to do that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I've said to him, I probably tell him too much. I don't know. I probably do. Not that I'm thinking, Javette. <laughs> he knows too much about me. I got to keep No, nah, you can't. No, 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 no. I, I beg to differ. No. Nah. The, the more you tell him is the better. Because the yeah. better he yeah. will know you. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't. There's, there's, no too, there's no too much that you can tell him. Right. You, you just look at it as you're empowering him. Yes. And you're right, Javette. That's a way of teaching him. And the more he opens up to me and the more he tells me, it's the more he's also teaching. So we learn each other through conversation. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not sure what's going on with um, Clubhouse. Something is really up with Clubhouse tonight. Not sure. But um, we're pushing through. Yeah. So 
let's go right ahead. Naturalists, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I, 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 th I thought I thought I was in timeout today. But I'm like getting to work, and I'm like, damn, I, I can't, I can't, I can't get on. That's what's happening. It's not you alone. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone because even Kay just had to send me a message um, asking me to add her to the room. I'm not sure, really. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, um, something is up with uh, the app. What I like um, is where you said that they, they were they were sleeping prostitute to make sure they were ready for their um their prospective wife. I've I've used a line where, you know, in my glory days, you know, I was just getting practice. Mm. So I'll make sure I reach you, you know, every everything is um you know, is how it is how it should be. Right. And uh, sometimes believe it or not, sometimes, you know, you 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 need some people need that outside energy to make things right at home. Mm -hmm. uh, or sometimes you have a partner that is not willing to to be creative and um if they're not willing to do certain things uh you might tend to want to find that that adventure uh someplace else like one of my things i always wanted was i like beds with, with those you know those four posts mm -hmm. because in my head i have always imagined me having somebody strapped to every corner every corner yep. <laughs> <laughs> i don't like both mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think they want to, to volunteer that to volunteer themselves. So sometimes, you know, you are going to go seek what you can find at, at home. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm gonna get dressed real quick because I gotta pull a 16 hours tonight. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing. Thank you so much, Naturalist. It's so important. Oh, one, yeah. one more thing. Yeah. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't censor yourself. Have a conversation. Be 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 um be open. Uh, it is in it's internet rated. There's no kids listening. Uh, don't sense yourself. Just <laughs> let them be free. <laughs> Listen, um, it is very important that you are able to meet your partner. And by that, I mean, I have heard so many women say, oh, my husband can't come to me with X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, so who do you want him to go to? He better take that somewhere else. Okay, you sure you want your husband to do that? And what if he does take it somewhere else? Oh, he better not try that with me. Okay, all right. So you don't want to try anything new with him, but you don't want him to take it anywhere else. So what do you want him to do? Same thing with a lot of men. Oh, my wife better not. Okay, so who do you want her to do it with? Or who would you want to do it to her? Uh, she better not. Okay, so you find that people are frustrated in their relationships. And that's not fair. It's not fair to either of you. It really isn't. And a lot of times we are holding on to, um, what's the right word? Holding on to things or not willing to try things because we're worried about people who are not even in our relationship. Why are we doing that? Whatever happens in the confines of your room, your bedroom or wherever in your house, that's between you and your partner, not you, your partner and your girlfriends or you, your partner and your guy friends. Why are we doing that? Why are we worrying about what 
they're going to say when, what, are you trying to please them on the outside or is your partner the person you're supposed to be pleasing? Isn't your partner the person you should want to get to know in every way intimately? Why do we do that? Why do we allow society to tell us how to have sex, when to have sex, where to have sex, who to have sex with? Why are we doing that? And then when you're frustrated, is society helping you? No, not at all. Not at all. They can't, really. And then some of them are busy enjoying themselves <laughs> while watching you in frustration. Don't do that. At least if the person you're with even if it's one time, try it. Let go of your inhibitions. Set yourself free with your partner. Be completely vulnerable. Don't worry if, you know, you're going to get it right the first time. or if you, don't, don't worry about that. When you start thinking like that, you're holding back yourself. You're not allowing yourself to enjoy your partner and enjoy the experience, whatever it is, whatever that looks like. We're going to start talking about some positions. Um, but before I even do that, women, if you're willing to answer, what's a body count you're okay with when it comes to a man? And I'm asking because one of the things in the Kama Sutra is that it explores a man's use of using prostitutes to build confidence in his sexual abilities before pursuing a wife. I know I said I could never be with a virgin. I don't want somebody coming to me with zero experience. He has to come with something. So what is a body count a woman is able to be, feel comfortable with, meaning the number of people your partner has slept with previously? I'm going to answer this moment. Yes. I don't ask. It doesn't have anything to do with me. I've never asked anyone what their body count is. And I'm offended if anyone asks me what I've done in the past is what I've done in the past. It doesn't affect what we have going on now. And that's just me. And that's the mature way to look at it, Javette. Thank you. I agree 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, yeah, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter how many men I've slept with and it shouldn't matter how many women you've slept with. What matters is that we're together now. Let's focus on now. The latest thing I've heard is that women say three. Three. That's the number, three. Why, why are we doing that? Granted, it's not a man's business how many men you have slept with. But if you're going to say, why lie? If he can't handle the truth, he's not the man for you. That's how I look at it. But I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, oh, just two or oh, just three. If it's five, it's five. If it's ten, it's ten. Say it what it is. Three. And if I say I don't remember, 
Mm, yeah. Just take it from what I said. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of rank for people to ask people that question. Like, it really ain't your business. And I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, as I say, it's not people's business. And people shouldn't really be, be concerned with people's what people's done in the past. What matters is the here and now, isn't it? Like, you can't really be watching that. Or, you know what I mean? Ah, oh, it's just crazy. You, you just people just trying to drive themselves crazy because if you like, you're just like analyzing things or thinking too deep into things when people start watching them kind of things. Exactly. And they're robbing themselves of true joy and happiness. But again, you know why they're doing it? Because they're so concerned with everybody else on the outside of the relationship. So I'll give you an example. There's this guy we know, right? He is talking to someone he's been talking to them for a while now but he says he will never go to certain places with this person why because of the number of people this person has slept with and he doesn't want to feel embarrassed running into any of the people that she has slept with then he shouldn't be with her thank you that's not the woman for him then if 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 you have to if you if you if you feel such a way yeah like that oh yeah you, you know you don't want to be seen with her hair you don't want to be seen nah that's nah that's not real you can nah don't ever make that your woman then because yeah. then that's not real. i agree with you sir Kells. totally i felt the woman in that case because she should not have said anything I hear the argument that some men say that they don't want to be in a space and come up on a past lover. The only way they're going to know that is if I tell you. That's the only way they're going to know that. I agree with you, Ms. Javette, but at the end of the day, everybody has a past. That part. Everyone has have a past, so he has a past too. You know, so... If if you go to a spot and you see one of your ex and you say, Hey, are you hey, how you doing so and so? Oh, that's my ex boyfriend, that's my ex whatever. It shouldn't mean nothing. Because that's an ex. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why some 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 men get so angry when they see another woman's ex or the woman tell them about the body count or whatever. And I think that is so dumb for most guys who are gonna judge a woman. And break up with the 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 the, 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 the woman yep. after teams because friends, if the friends if one of the friends come and say to to you yo, so and so you know hit that you know, and you are gonna break up with her because of that. So what? You know you they're doing your thing, but if she 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 she, she choose to do her her thing. And then you guys are together. She's not doing it while you guys are together. So it shouldn't matter. You know, the past is a past. And every one of us on this planet has a past. Yeah. Everyone. Unless he found a virgin. Well, um, and if you don't want to be worried about her past, go get a virgin. And I'll tell you something. There's not many of those hanging around. <laughs> that part. Yeah. So we need to let go of the ridiculousness if you ask me stop worrying about who i've slept with and 
I won't be worrying about who you have slept with. I'm not. Why are we bringing the past into our current situation? Right? Insecurities. That too. That Real too. quick, Melvin. Yeah, yeah. I think the only time I would ask that if they, like, came at me with, like, some STD, like, if they have something, then I would, you know, of course, have a whole list of questions. But I don't really think that's really important, really. Either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The STD part. Um, protect yourselves as much as you can. Protect yourselves um, and protect your future partners or the person you're interested in getting um, into a situation with. That's respect for yourself. That's self-respect, and it shows that you respect others. Right? If you think something is off, go get yourself checked out. And let us say you're in um, a relationship and something comes up. You should be able to say to, your, to this person, hey, you know, I think we need to go get checked. And you not go at each other's throats or start tearing each other to shreds and start playing the blame game. But instead, appreciate that it has been brought to light and that you can ad address it and have a conversation about it. Well, that's how I look at it. So we're going to talk about the sex positions of Kama Sutra right after this music break. Um, thank you all for being here with me. Here is the one and only Kelly Rowland with Kisses Down Low. Just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you all for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, 
Sonat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. That was Kelly Rowland with Kisses Down Low. Before the break, we took a brief walk down the history lane to understand what Kama Sutra is and how it all started. Earlier in the show, we spoke about mastering the art of making love last, the psychology behind the art. Now it is time for us to talk about the acrobatics of Kama Sutra. Same, ah, ooh, okay. I was just looking at a picture, so let me um, drink my water and swallow real hard and keep it moving. The sex positions of Kama Sutra, some of which I will not even attempt. These bones are too old, right? Um, that was when I was younger. Yeah. When you're young, you find that you will try everything. Everybody. Hey, there's a thing named WD-40. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> so, here are some simple ones, right? That can be fun. The tigress. Which I refer to as reverse cowgirl, but they call it the tigress. I'm not sure why. Um, they say it's similar to the reverse cowgirl position. To begin, one partner lies down on their back. The other climbs on top, sitting upright but facing toward their partner's feet. The person on top rocks back and forth, controlling the pace and depth of the penetration. Now, this position will work different for different well, people, for different women. And here's why I'm saying that. Everybody's anatomy is slightly different. And men, I'm sure you've come across this if you've slept with a few women. Um, whereas for some women, they're... Um, vagina is more towards the front versus underneath if, am i making sense i'm not sure if i'm describing correctly but um yeah and that can help to make a difference in what position works best um for them right so you might date a woman whose um vaginal opening was dead underneath her and it worked beautifully for you but then you have someone who's um, vaginal opening is more forward uh, um, and they're like oh no that hurts so, and you're like what do you mean it hurts I did it all this this is how I've been doing it but you've been doing it with somebody else so yes. understanding your partner's body is so important yes go right ahead oh I was about to say I mean I can't answer that one you just asked because my body count is very low <laughs> so, oh damn you're making me feel like I'm a hell <laughs> I don't know the difference. <laughs> oh, Lord, I feel bad. <laughs> Whatever, Marlon. So you're telling me then that everybody 
has been this pretty much in the same position for you is what you're saying straight up missionary <laughs> nah, was, nah. Crazy. wow marlon <laughs> yeah this is what i have to put up with Jafet. ignore him on that one yeah but for real though go ahead marlon nah, everybody's different though yeah. everyone is different Every, you know as you said some underneath some some of them depends you gotta you gotta take it from the back from the side you know i mean different different ways you gotta do it but um yeah you're right every every, every majority of females are different mm -hmm. yeah, yeah they are different we are so. different yeah so that's a good one um the milk and water embrace the, the names they give these things. One partner sits in a chair, preferably one with no arms. The other partner sits on, on top of them facing away. So it's like reverse cowgirl, but on a chair, pretty much. That's what that is. That's another easy one. Um, clasping position. This position is a variation of the missionary position. Missionary is so boring. Both partners lie down across a comfortable surface, their legs stretched out and aligned. One partner lies on top of the other, bellies touching, while the other partner thrusts from the bottom position. Um, I think if you have perfectly flat stomachs, that might work for you. <laughs> I'm being serious because that doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. Um, no. And that's the thing. You have to know your body shape as well. Let, let's be honest. Because we can't do every single position out there. I'm, I'm not in my 20s anymore, right? Right. Our bodies have changed. And when that happens, you find that certain positions will not work the same way again. So for this one, I think you need a really flat stomach or... Um, he is really packing. We're probably down to his ankle for it to work if you both have big stomachs. Just... Wow, moments. <laughs> I'm trying to put it nicely. <laughs> queen of heaven. So the queen of heaven. One partner lies on their back with knees bent to the chest. The other partner positions their thighs on the outside of the other person's bent legs and leans forward. That one isn't complicated, right? Not Moments, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, from whatever you're reading from, uh -huh. is it saying of the partner or is it saying like man on top, woman on bottom? It just... It, it keeps it generic. It doesn't say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah. One partner lies on their back with knees to the chest, right? The other partner positions their thighs on the outside of the other person's bent legs and leans forward. So if you haven't tried that one before, try it. The ballet dancer. This is a common one. One person stands and balances on one foot, then wraps their opposite leg around their partner's waist for support. Am I saying this is a common one, or I shouldn't be saying this is a common one? It's common for you, moments. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, 
you know when this one is best when you have to get it in when you can real quick like for a real good quickie yeah that's a good one yeah that's a good one splitting the bamboo whoever heard that term splitting the bamboo so this one oh, that's a new thing i never heard that okay so you probably have done it right let me describe it one person stretches out flat and shifts their weight to one side then raises a leg up and rests it on their partner's shoulder you've done this before i'm sure the other leg remains stretched out underneath their partner yeah that's another common one but why give it that name splitting the bamboo i found it someplace else called the good x i think i prefer that oh. name yeah, I think I prefer so it that says the, the intimacy position is easier than it looks for for um it's great opportunity to bring in something that's um, like a one vibrator mm -hmm. for me to use. This this one says whoever is seated in the seated position rocks back and forth might also consider using a butt plug for added stimulation. So how to do it? Sit on the bed facing each other with legs forward, lifting your partner's right over your left and lifting your right leg over their left. Come together so they can enter you. Now both of you lie back, your legs forming an X, slowly, leisurely, gyrating, the place thrusting, hello intimacy. Hmm. All right then. Yeah. That was a lot. <laughs> you know, I was just wondering, yeah, yeah, is there any way, yeah, where I, I know you guys are describing it, and you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm enjoying the descriptiveness of it, yeah, and trying to use my imagination to picture it. But is there any way, like, you know, like when you mentioned these things, like, yeah, like, I can link to the top. Yeah, that's what like I'm. That, you know, the funny thing is, I'm just about to um email it to my phone so I can. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. So you can but, yeah, the look at in the it. Bathroom, but, you yeah, have that, you have a link there, Sinet, or you want me to um I can try to find it. It's a different art it's a different article about um the, the, the Kama Sutra and it's from Women's Health magazine. That's what I was looking at. So they go into a little bit more um yeah. social um format of it. It's not as um oh. they don't even use the same old names. Yeah, that, the woman's health map. Okay, that's the link I have. Let me go ahead and um shoot it over to my um to my phone, so that way we can pin it at the top. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, because that will make it so much easier. And... Yeah. Um. The most common one is, um, according to Women's Health Magazine, is 69. That's, and I think everybody knows what that one is. I don't think we have to go in detail for that one. Or do I need to? Yeah, I don't know what that is, moments. <laughs> okay. Yeah, me, me neither. Right. Y'all are being real bad today. So, <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, um, this is a PG-13 conversation. Should I say 13 or just rated, X-rated? We can be R. We were told it's fine to be R. Okay. All right. It's internet radio. Okay. I got the go And what's the timings? What's the timings over there? 
It is 11.19 p.m. on this side. Oh, no, no, no. Come on, man. It's after hours, man. The kids were supposed to be in that bed. So, no no kids should be up here in this shit right now. So, come on. I always say, let fart be free. But you man. see, it, it's early for Sinead. She has her daughter. Don't worry. I have headphones on. I am protecting my person. Don't worry about it. I got <laughs> Okay. All right. I think I got the link. Listen. When you hear navigating multiple devices, this is not even funny. Hold on. Let me... Pin, pin, pin. Okay, so I'll describe right now okay. while we pin um, right. from Women's Health Magazine. Let's talk about 69. Yeah. How to do it. There we Lie go. down flat on your back. Mm -hmm. Then have your partner climb on top so mm -hmm. they're facing away from your upper body. Mm -hmm. Your genitals should be lined up with your partner's mouth. And their genitals should be lined up with yours. You can also mix it up. Who gets on top? Or try out even more angles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that, do you understand that description? Click the link at the top of the page. You'll have, um, when you go to the page, you just scroll down, scroll down, and you'll see where it says 69. Yeah. And that's, you can even start off lying down flat on your back and end up turning on your side and still like that with each other yeah yeah i think i've seen that in a chair as well the 69 in a chair listen mm -hmm. i'm not that acrobatic i don't have that <laughs> sounds like you're sending me to the gym now to go and do some weightlifting and all of that and yeah um well them, them recliner chairs yeah Oh, no, that's a good idea. I like that one. The recliner chair. Hmm. Marlon, we need a recliner chair. We need a new recliner chair, I should say. <laughs> yeah. No mash up the one you did have before. Mm -mm. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my gosh. No, we're adventurous. That's what it is. Um, face off. Number two, Sinet. You are in the driver's seat here, which means this is like um, being on the edge of the bed. This is what this looks like. Um, have your partner sit on a chair or the edge of the bed as you face them and sit on their lap. You know, for me, why am I telling you all my business? But I prefer not to face you. I don't, it, for me, that's me. Some people, they love that. But yeah, I prefer not to face you. But anyway, for that one, um, being on the edge can make a difference, though, if you're positioned right. Have your partner sit on a chair on the edge of the bed as you face them and sit on their lap. And then the champagne room is turning away from them. Same thing, pretty much just turning away from them. Your partner sits and you sit on top facing away from them. Um, Sunette, the spork. The spork is sounds similar to the... Um, splitting the bamboo but it's just that with this one the foot that's bent it's not up on the person's shoulder am i making yeah that's a pretty regular yeah yeah, it does. yeah. So fork, lie on your back and raise your right leg so your partner can position their body between your legs at a 90 degree angle and enter you yeah your left leg can lie straight out on the back or you can also bend it to manipulate manipulate the depth of penetration for a rare entry option, lie in your stomach. 
bend one leg and have your partner position themselves between your legs. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. That's easy. That's an easy one. You know, on those days when you don't have much energy. Yeah, that's an easy one. We don't have to do a whole lot. Another one is a pretzel dip. This fun food inspired position gives you the perks of doggy style while allowing you to gaze into each other's eyes. Make it a sensory experience and caress your partner's backside. Reach around and stimulate the nipples and breasts and amplify the pleasure in this position through direct clitoral stimulation. You can crank things up even more by experimenting with different angles to find the one that's just right for you. How do we do that one, Sanat? Lie. Lie on your right what side. Are you suppressed to dip? That's what Pretzel it's called. Pretzel dip, yeah. Huh. All right, then. That's just a name. You've done it before. It's just a name. It sounds weird, but um, yeah. Lie on your right side. Your partner kneels, straddling your right leg and curling your left leg around their left side. It sounds more complicated than it looks. And that's why I'm glad Sir made the, the recommendation, the suggestion. So click on the link at the top and um, you will see that that's style number five in the Kama Sutra. Um, article and then number you know six. What the thing is, uh-huh. you know, the thing is, a, a lot of these are kind of regular, regular. It's just that we just don't really put the names to them and stuff like that. Like, for example, like, all right, everyone calls doggy style doggy style, but like this one here, the one that the pretzel dip. I'm well, I don't know, I, I ain't been, I, I, I don't have no microscope in nobody's bedroom, but I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty much sure it's. It's probably been done by most of us in here, yeah. like. but we just didn't really put a name to it or something like that. We just probably didn't even know there was a name for it. We just you just do what you do, innit? Right. That's you know true. what I mean. So yeah. yeah, that's yeah, interesting. So another common one, doggy style, and I think most women love this. Why I do not know, but depth of penetration. Yes, <laughs> that part, everything. <laughs> so yes, it hit different. It, it hits different. real different. Even when you can't, <laughs> even when you you want to scream, you're like, "Don't stop!" Right? Um, sure. Technically, you're not face to face when you do it doggy style, but Laino has a hot workaround. Use a mirror. Looking in a mirror can aid in the presence of the sexual experience as well as the eroticism and pleasure. There's also a very real trust emotion that comes from doing this as the person in the doggy position is in a passive, vulnerable position. But the way they drew this one, it looks boring, right? Put your head down, you know, so you're slanting more. Your head is down (laughs) on the bed, right? Yeah. Yeah, your body should be in a, what's up with it? It's about a 30 degree angle. Yeah. Head down, back straight up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's fun with this one? When they, you, like, you lift your back up or you lift your head up and then they sink your back down, like, get back down. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, for yeah. example, I was just about to say, yeah, you see, it, like, w- w- when it comes to doggy style, yeah, like, uh, the way a woman's 
like the way she arches her back and everything like that is very key to that position mm -hmm. that like maximizing the potential of that of that like i, I have to say ladies if you want to enjoy that position to the fullness thereof you have to arch your back properly you can't yep. be getting on and no camel hump mm -mm. you can't yeah like it has to be arched properly there yep. then you will feel the full force bite into anyway. that pillow if you <laughs> no i'm serious bite into the pillow because and also as well like it's good because like obviously like you can reach around as well like as a man yep. like you can reach around as well and play with other areas while yeah doing what you're doing as well like so it's you know what i mean yeah 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 well that's skill you have to skill for the damn things <laughs> um and for those who are new to the practice make perfect exactly so. sir girls for those who are new to it yeah but um yeah i don't like the drawing for this one they need to make it more realistic the way it's truly enjoyed you know you can't be shaped like that as though somebody's gonna stand on your back no get your head down onto a pillow or the bed whatever get your head down and get your back down that means because when you do that what you're doing is actually lifting um you're making your genitals more accessible yeah and as sunet um put it for us what is that what do you say sunet depth of penetration yes yeah um cowgirls helper so the cowgirl's helper, it's pretty much riding your man, right? You're facing him. The only thing is his feet are not straight out. They are, uh, what you call it, bent, slightly bent. So his the, the soles of his feet are down on whatever the surface is, but his knees are bent. And you're there. Just a slight difference, not much. And you use your hips and thighs not your entire body just move your hips and thighs all right the om called the padmasana or lotus in the original kama sutra text this passionate position is one that according to angley is best done by grinding against your partner for clitoral stimulation rather than bouncing up and down if you're on top of your partner, you can lower yourself onto their penis or a dildo. Or if penetration is not your thing, you can rub up against them for outer course. Um, yeah, when you... So it's imagine sitting down with your legs crossed. So your partner, your man would sit with his legs crossed. And then you, the woman, would sit on top of him and wrap your feet behind him, if that makes sense. Now, do men know that not every woman will have an orgasm through penetration? There are some women, no matter what, will never have an orgasm through penetration. It has to be through clitoral stimulation. Oh, man. Now I'm upset that Alvin left because he'd be able to explain that. Oh, let me try to get him back. Yeah. So, fellas. Nothing. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Don't, if, if, you're, if your girl or your woman never has an orgasm through, um, through penetration, nothing is wrong with her. You're going to have to get her there through clitoral stimulation. And 
it's also so much more fun when you do them together. So doing multiple methods at the same time, clitoral and um, penetration. Yes, 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 of course. So ex- sex toys are okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Explore your partner. And remember, people are different, right? So moments mm-hmm. regarding getting to that O. Yes. So in the other room that I frequent, yes. um, we had that topic and the thought process behind that at times is the woman um, doesn't really know how to speak to the person to get them to that Hmm. feeling as well as maybe mentally they're not there. You you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, You have to have the mindset sometimes to get to that place. Okay. But, hmm. So they're having, let, let me go step one. They're having sex with someone that they're truly not in tune with then, or they're truly not comfortable, you know, being able to be vulnerable with them sexually. Is that it? Right. Okay. Kind of, yes. Yes. Hmm. Um,. Why do they do that, though? If you're going to have sex with someone and you're not going to enjoy it, why even bother? Mm, That's a good one. If you are going to have sex with someone and your goal is not to have an orgasm, why bother? Why bother? I think that's an issue that before we can even go any further, why am I having sex with you? What do I plan? Is it just so that you can, um, the man can come? I think it is too. They, they will just please the man and that's, and they're not pleased. Um, so a, a lot of, a lot of women uh, would do that to you, you know, to please their husband or their boyfriend. Mm-hmm just for them to get off and they're not satisfied. And this is where selfishness comes with the, with, with the man now. You need to make sure your girl get hers. Mm-hmm. So you can't be selfish and think about yourself only. Right. So if she said if she said no, not tonight, okay, that's cool. But every night, no, you you, you need to take care of your 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 your, your you have a half. Okay? If you don't, somebody as well. Mm-hmm. Facts. But there, I, I think the issue, Javette, is that a lot of times people are having sex with people as a way to say thank you for doing something for me, if I'm making sense, right? You paid the rent. Oh, thank you. Here's sex. You bought me grocery. <laughs> Thank you. Let me give him some sex. Oh, he m- paid my car note for me. Oh, let me just back it up and give it to him, make him feel good. That's a possibility too, because um, 
where most guys, if they do something for you, they expect something back. And a lot of ladies will figure all they can give the guy back is sex. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a possibility because majority of guys will look with, with, when they when they do something for you or help you with something. They have a they have they, they have an agenda. They they want something back. Majority of guys want something back, and all they're thinking about in their head is sex, and it come across. With the, you know, with, the, with the lady, it was like, okay, it's all I can af- this is this is all I can give him at this yeah. time. Yeah. And so. And so, so we, go ahead, Javette, go ahead. So for a lot of women, mm-hmm. we didn't grow up with any type of tutelage when it came to sex, right? right? right. We didn't grow up learning that it's okay to touch yourself and what you're feeling is not wrong. You know, it could be religion. It could be fear. It there's a there's a lot of different things that go on in a woman's psyche and life that doesn't get her to that o. Right, right. And this is where it's well I would say it's so important to know your body. Don't be afraid to um, masturbate. Don't be afraid to touch yourself. Find those spots. And you don't have to tell anybody you're doing this. You know, yes, I, I totally get what you're saying, Javette, because especially in our community, it is shunned. It, it, it's looked as though it's a bad thing, right? Um, no. I started masturbating at a very early age. Um, it's the best thing that ever happened because I was able to discover what works for me and what doesn't. Because through self-discovery, then I'm able to tell my partner what works and what doesn't work. But the problem is we're hearing in the back of our heads, you know, the priest or the grandparents or the parents or somebody saying, you know, that voice is echoing in the back of your head and we have to learn to dispel that and get rid of that and think about our ultimate satisfaction are we going to continue through life constantly hearing these voices in the back of our heads and rob ourselves of the pleasure no we got to think about that but back to what you were saying earlier so a lot of times because women are not truly in tune with the person that they're having sex with, they won't try to even have an orgasm, unfortunately. And they won't even waste the time. I shouldn't say waste the time, but they won't take the time to tell the person how to please them because they're really not connected. They're probably just there for the, what they can get financially, for the tangibles. They really don't see themselves with this person in the long haul. This person is just filling a gap right now. This person is able to pay their rent, pay their bills, give them money to go shopping, and that's all they're concerned with. But they will end up having a man on the side that they will give it all to. I don't know. But the other question is... Well, you have to to remember, though. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of us, especially men, mm-hmm. want a woman to tell them what to do. And that's a problem a lot of men have. 
because the ego if a woman tell a man you know what do it there touch me there do something there they don't want to hear that so mm. i think problem was you know growing up because you know growing up back home and you hear some guys talk and certain thing and and then coming to this country and and you experience different things it'd be like what the heck they were talking about back home you know because most of the people you you grew up with it's all about pleasing themselves in one way one way only and a woman cannot tell them how to please them because it most of us guys we think we know it all we think we know every single woman body who we sleep with no you don't know so let them tell you how to please them and once they tell you that one time or two times you're good you know but just let it's not all about you know getting there and doing your thing and go home no let them tell you let them walk you through because it's their body mm-hmm. so they know what they want yeah, but like you said, uh, Marlon, it's all about education because it's true. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, when, when you're younger, like, you, you think there's, like, a one formula to success, like, in, in pleasuring a woman. Mm. It's, it's, like, it's all a learn and grow thing. Like, as you get older, as you talk to, you know, as you talk to women, as you, you know, um, you, 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 you know, you, you grow in experience and wisdom. Like, you know, these things come as you as you grow. So it's all about learning and growing, man. Like, you know, and it's, it's, it's good to have conversations like what we're doing today. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's how we learn and grow. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, and, and I think it's also imperative for people to, to learn not to allow their ego to, to take control of sex it's is one of those things that we are given where you can actually learn to relax and 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 enjoy the moment enjoy the intimacy enjoy the closeness and the burn that 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 you get to experience with that other person I mean it's it's so it's so beautiful it, it becomes um, um, spiritual, almost right, mm-hmm. to be that connected to someone. So it's it's imperative to not only have that conversation, but to lay your ego to the side and and become a student of this. Really, just learn your body, learn your partner's body, and again, never assume just because you were with one woman that that's the way it's going to be for every woman. As you said earlier, every every woman is different. We are built differently. Their bodies are built differently. So it's important that you get to, you know, become a student. Whenever you have the opportunity, be a student to the person that you are with and it will take your 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 um, sexual relationship to a whole new level. Agreed. And you know another thing too, um, nobody touching it but every man is different yeah every man has size every man has so so one man could hit it in a certain way and and she feel that in her throat you know the other person hit it and he'd be like okay you got to do something else to for me to feel it so it's it's you know it's it's a lot of men have different size different different if a woman tell you something to do something different, it's a reason why she's saying it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you, women, we have to learn the men we're with too. Because what worked for Tom ain't going to work for Dick. Won't work for Harry. I think when it comes to ladies, I think one of the biggest things is to know how... Well, I think this goes for Mandem as well. Sometimes Mandem needs to know how to... We, we all need to know how to kind of express ourselves. But, you know, in, in terms of giving constructive criticism... Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that can be make or break for someone's confidence. Yeah. So you got to know how to like express, you know, what, you know, just like it's, it's easy to express, you know, like, or praise someone when they've done something well, but when someone's not doing yeah. something right or not doing it the way you want, it's also important to express yourself in a, in a, you know, in a way that where you get your point across, but mm -hmm. you don't bring down the other person, you don't knock their confidence, yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, you got to find a balance between you know you got to know how to make your you know constructive criticism in a way where it's a learn and grow thing, not a you know a breakdown, you know breaking down people and a cuss off people. That's like, well, you can't, right? Like, you know, you know, like right. instead of tearing instead of tearing down people, build people up. I think people do that because of some of the songs they listen to circles and they allow them yeah. to come into their intimate spaces, not realizing that that's not reality. And they talk about, Oh, I need somebody to beat it up. I need somebody to tear me up. I need, I'm like, okay, are we going to war or are we going to make love? What, well, it all depends, you know, that's what I'm saying. Everyone is different. So some people might want that, but some some people might want the rough house and the rough up. And some people are the, totally the opposite and want tender, loving care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you have to, but that's why it's important to have conversations and to and especially to listen to what the other person is saying as well. Like, like what the brother said before was very important. Ego. Yes. A lot of people have very fragile egos, and for them, like especially for a lot of the man, them it is a it's an ego thing. So. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I was saying. Like I don't know. Like obviously, ladies, when you're putting your your criticisms across to to man them, yeah, you know, you know, be be aware that sometimes you know man them's ego can be fragile. So you know you have to make your you know construct criticism constructive, and us men as well because okay. women can be very sensitive about certain things. So know how to put it thing across. You know what I mean? You know, I I'm glad you said that because I was about to say. You know, while we are being careful with how we um, critique our men, men also need to be careful with us because so many times you've heard men bash women, you know, talk badly about women when it comes to sex, or especially if they're from the islands. Ugh, I don't know why they do it. It's, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of Jamaican men do it. Um, and we shouldn't. You do it to us, and we have to somehow find the, the um, courage to hold our heads up and keep walking. But when we do it to the men, oh, the world is coming to an end. You know, so yeah. you know. Go ahead, MD. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, I also wanted to say, I think uh, it's also important to remember, too, sex doesn't begin in the bedroom. And so there are things that men say to 
or a woman might say to a man or men might say to a woman for example if you look at a woman and you make fun of the way she look or maybe she put on a little weight or whatever all of those things believe it or not are going to show up in the bedroom yeah. because she's not going to feel as sexy she's not going to feel as confident anymore so be very careful you know what you say with your mouth um because you're going to bring that into the bedroom as well i agree i totally agree with you on that we have to be super careful because remember that you want to please each other and not just have the man come but have the woman experience an orgasm and i know there is one question i want to ask but i'm going to allow i know someone is trying to say something but when after that person speaks i want to ask a question and probably pose it to the woman why are women afraid of having an orgasm so something to think about and i know someone opened their mic please go right ahead uh <clears throat> good welcome, uh, welcome. <laughs> good evening everyone uh great a big conversation i wanted to come up and chime in and uh because some of the stuff that are being said are right on point in like I say, it is it is imperative that we talk that way in order for 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 us to be free to speak about sex. But one of the things that I wanted to bring is the brother said about uh and the the concern that there is to be talking to a woman, you know, in a in a way not to, you know, mess the her her vibe how she feel and then i know some of you say that, you know you 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 say the same thing about the uh, the men but for me i think in order for you to feel safe in that environment i know it's not always working that way it's when and i said all the time and in, in in my conversation is when you have a partner that you establish this level of comfort where you could be naked in front of that person and i'm talking and i'm not talking about in the form of the physical aspect but you could be free to express yourself and not knowing that the person has some type of judgment and somebody say well it's you know it's not always that way but you always have to strive to make sure that that partner that you have can talk, can talk to you, can teach you, can guide you, in essence, to <laughs> to what you want to achieve. A lot of time we're from the island, you know what I'm saying? And I, I have brethren from Jamaica and Trinity, and I'm from Haiti. And you know, I know, I know how I know how the talk is, you know what I mean? Beat it down, this and that. So that 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 approach also is is uh is one that we 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 have to move away from, in essence, it's not always the beating down. And and I think uh, it was Sir that said it. Some woman one day might say, hey, I just want you to beat me down and put me to bed. That's fine. But there will be times also you have to adapt to other means of pleasing a woman. And there are some men that the only thing they know is that rough, beat up stuff. So again, to me, it's... Uh, you have to have a partner where you could communicate with, make you know feel comfortable naked, you know whatever whatever 
a physical thing that you, you think may be a problem, but you feel like for that person it's not a problem. Once you're there, I think then you, you're creating something very positive. My name is Austin, and uh, I doubt the yacht. Thank you. And you know, Austin, you said something very important. Feel comfortable naked because a lot of women, mm-hmm. they, they're men, they even see them. They, they, they don't want the light on. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. want their boyfriend to see them naked. And I still can't understand why. Is it because they're ashamed of something or they, or they, 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 their partner um, shamed them of something? But I think you should be comfortable being naked around your partner. And if you don't like it, that's his business. <laughs> I yeah. agree. And her business. Yeah. Her it's business. all about insecurities and confidence and all of that. And, you know, in a relationship, you should always be striving to, you know, enhance or you know, you know, encourage or, you know, add to your partner's confidence, you know? So, you know, I don't know. Obviously, some people's insecurities are, you know, deeper than others. So, you know, they, they, they'll need, a, you know, different levels of dealing with it or, you know, how you can go around it, depending on what those issues are. But, you know, the, the aim of the game is always to try and, you know, you know, make try and make your partner feel as comfortable and and as 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 um, confident. You know, like do unto others as you would like to do. You know, for yourself. Like so, always try to build up your partner as much as you want your partner to build you up. Of course, I'm going to continue the conversation. Of course, I do have to wind down the radio feed portion of it. So we're going to have the after show. So don't go anywhere. Please stick around. Here is Usher with. Nice and slow. What you doing? Really? You know I'm coming over, right? Yeah, baby, tell me what you wanna do. Man, you got an eye for me already, baby. Okay. Being there by Give me ten minutes. Drop top, who's in the streets? Oh, yeah. I got a real pretty, pretty little thing that's waiting for me. I pull up, anticipating good love. Don't keep me waiting. I got plans to put my hand in places I've never seen. Girl, you know what I mean. Let me take. To a place nice and quiet There ain't no one better to interrupt Ain't gotta rush I just wanna take it nice and slow See, I've been waiting for this for so long Making love until the sun comes up Thank you, everyone, for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. This would not be possible without each of you. Of course, a huge thank you to the co-hosts, 
Sinatra Solo and Marlon for joining me tonight. Thank you also to our sponsors, Touring Entertainment on Promotions, Soiree All-Inclusive NDA Events, and The Rose Solo Show. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O Radio, available in the Apple Store for iOS and Android in the Google Play Store. Don't forget to join me for Coffee and Toe World News on the go weekdays, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You can also listen live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Join the conversation on Clubhouse. Tune into Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday and Tuesday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Follow DJ Naturalist on Clubhouse and on IG and listen to his live streams on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. The Rosolo Show, an American Caribbean variety show, Tomorrow night airs at 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse and the Rosolo Show Club. It's two hours of music, interviews, news, and nurturing nuggets. This was a Moments With Me media production. Thank you to all our listeners around the world tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Stay tuned for those on Clubhouse. We are going to be continuing the conversation right after this.
revolution. The voice of our generation. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Radio. We are we are we are online 24-7. We 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 hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.